Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Thrower's <laughs> Theater. This is our commentary edition for uh, the new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And this is Jeremy. This is Jordan. This is Jeff. This is Johnny. Well, boys, <laughs> last time a Star Wars movie came out was 2017. We all saw it together. We, we saw did. it together. Yes. Which we went, we recorded a session of Angel's Guard, which I think was the session where the bridges started exploding and the river started exploding. I don't remember. What yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but that um, sounds about like where it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. And we got together early that morning, recorded, and then we went to an afternoon, evening showing of The Last Jedi. Which we as a group all really as, liked. As a group, we loved. Um, we walked out of theaters. And, and we know a lot of you will disagree with us yeah, on that. Well, I, yes, I, I think that's true, but we'll talk about that. Yes. Yeah. But So we, we saw that, and we got really excited about The Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rise of si- Skywalker, we were all excited for. Yes. 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 Episode 9 was the capstone. It's yes. the big one. So sitting down and, and seeing it was something that we wanted to do together. Unfortunately, schedules just didn't line yeah. up properly. But we all did get an opportunity to see the movie before we came to record today. Opening yes. weekend. So for the gameplay, we already said we decided to try and take a sort of side story of the movie plot and sort of flesh out some possible scenarios that could have led up to that. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It, it, was, was, it fun. was a lot of fun. It was amusing. Yes. Oh, I, I, I really had a lot of fun cutting loose as a character. <laughs> because It's I was fun like, to do that sometimes. Oh my goodness, yeah. And I feel like I might have gone a little too slapstick with this character, <laughs> but it's just like, it's completely a pocket universe in and of itself. I yes. can run rampant. Right. And, right. and um, it's a one shot, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like I, uh, I'm a, a little bit more of a slapstick player than I am a GM. <laughs> Generally, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. And so I, uh, I especially when we were playing Star Wars. Yeah. It, oh gosh, my my Star Wars characters. If I re- read the list of the Star Wars characters, all of them are wacky in some undescribable manner. But it makes for a fun game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I had not even can I had not thought about any kind of character development. Before coming in today, because we none didn't of us know did. what we no, were doing. We didn't know what we were playing. Yeah. We uh, toyed around with playing, well, we played the the Spice Runners. Mm-hmm. Toyed around with playing the uh, band of former former stormtroopers storm that were on horse the riders. other horse riders. We briefly yeah. talked about playing the Knights of Ran. Yeah, that would have been fun. Difficult. It would have been very difficult. Difficult because there's supposedly a whole lore about Ran that we just don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. so, huh, mm. I, I was doing some spoiler reading about the Knights of Ren on, on some, like, comic book resources yeah. today. They apparently released a comic book that discussed what the ancient lore of the the Knights of Ren are. Yes. Huh. Ren I haven't read is, it yet, so. Do you want a spoiler? Oh, doesn't bother me. Okay. 
Ren is the the language word like for the organization. It is their special word for lightsaber. So their name literally translates to Knights of Lightsaber. Then how hmm. come only one of them had a lightsaber? Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. That's the entire point behind the name, Knights of Ren. It's utterly disappointing. Well, I kind of I kind of got from the story that Luke and Kylo Ren both told Rey in the in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I kind of got that the kids that Ben didn't kill joined him they yeah. and they the became Knights the Knights of Ren. Yeah. That's what I gathered. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That was I think that was that's a I think much that was better a, story the, than mm-hmm. what we were given. But that's neither here nor there because that's comics and that's a different only level. partial canon. Yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. didn't get much background on the Knights of Ren no. in any in of the, the films. No. Other than Reference. there were the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And we actually got to see them in The Rise of Jedi. I think that's kind of the point of them, though, is just to look badass. Yeah, yeah. And, and they did. Yeah. yeah. And they did. They did. So. You definitely saw them on screen. You're like, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. They're it's so like, BA. I'm like, I, I, I was, but then I was very disappointed in them because, one, none of them had lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> and well, two... Well, they have lightsabers and their weapons weren't variations yeah, of lightsabers. They looked yeah. like a medieval mafia. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Their weapons like a medieval shakedown game. Yes. <laughs> it, you know, it would have been fine if it was a medieval setting, but... It would have been great if one of them had a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Knights of Ren, um, we were glad to, to see them because they looked pretty mm-hmm. cool for what they were. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall, a lot of my issues with The Rise of Skywalker really falls into like one major category. It's like we were not given enough information for the story to really hold together, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, it felt like they built it up for one more after. Uh-huh. Like they should have done another one. They, they Not that they Not one after, but one, one right in now. the middle of. Yeah. Is what it felt like to me. Yeah. It felt like, honestly... This movie should have been split up into multiple movies. Like, there were yeah. a lot of, like, little tidbits that they threw in that, that you're like, oh, now I want an answer to that. Yeah. yeah. Or now I want an answer like, to that. Like what? I'm just like, curious. Like, uh, what does... How did... What does Finn want to say to Ray? Yeah. Well, even more elemental, how did Palpatine... How did Palpatine get, come back to, to, to life? Exogen? Yeah, how did he survive? How did he survive the fall? How did he get to Exogen? How did he turn an entire cult of people into a... His followers. Yeah, in, into his followers, and then build a fleet of ships... Like, nothing about the final order made any kind of cogent, logical sense in my mind. Um, It looked great. It looked really cool. Stunning. Yeah. But from a story perspective, I just could not see how it fit together. So, personally, from a movie perspective, I didn't care. I loved it. I I thought it was was awesome. And (laughs) and this could just be me, but background a little bit. Before I saw... Earlier this week, I went on my Facebook account and said, uh, "Bye, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I'm not checking you until after I see the movie because I didn't want to hear anything." You, you're going to have so many alerts okay. when you go back. I didn't want to hear anything, and saw this morning just from the brief period of being back online. I'm already done with trying to hear, listen to people's comments <laughs> on the movie. Oh yeah, and all this to say, this could just be me. There's two areas where. And I halfway didn't want to do this commentary episode because I'm getting so peeved at these two areas. <laughs> yeah. Number one is everybody's complaining about the science. 
and oh, how it doesn't see, that drives me work. nuts. And I'm like, okay, you're watching a movie. Oh, yeah. A fictional movie set in a fictional galaxy, and you're complaining that the science, real-world science, doesn't add up. I see, agree. For okay. me, my complaint is more about the fact that they completely, completely altered what the science that was previously set. And that brings me to my second point. And it may be just we're so used to how we build worlds and build a story that we see all the details behind it. Yeah. Not everything in a movie is going to happen on screen. Oh, yeah. Not right, everything right, yeah. in a movie totally is going to be fully explained I why this changed over the past 20 yeah, years. Right. So when people say, well, that's not the way it was in the last movie, and that, I was like, I don't, time has passed, and we don't see what has happened. Well, yeah, I, agree. I, I well, really, if we want to see everything that has happened, you don't want to watch a two-hour movie. You yeah. want to watch a eighteen-hour documentary. And you're not go wrong there. Yeah, go in there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's so my. I think my point though is that if you're going to have a movie that says that it's going to wrap everything together, it needs some more time to breathe and some more time for information to come together in a. Well, especially nowadays, it, was it, it really could have been. Paced. It could have been another forty minutes, oh, it could and people would sit through a three-hour Star Wars movie. I would have. Yes. I would have sat I mean, on yes. six they hours. Could, they could have increased the <laughs> running time past week. and fleshed out some of that, but they didn't. But then there's been movies like that where people complain is like, "Well, you had to spend forty minutes of screen time explaining the stuff that you're doing yes, in the movie." Yeah, really and I was like, yeah. "You're I, not going to get it one see, way or the, other. or the other." But here, with some of the stuff that I think from what we've talked about, that people are questioning, like, mm-hmm. oh, what was Finn going to say to, to Ray? It's not there that are, important. Well, it's, yeah. it's, not that, it's not that important, but there are certain hints in the movie that mm-hmm. where you could draw a conclusion about yeah. what was yes. going to be said. It, it wasn't be, totally, well, that was out of nowhere. Well, I that, had no idea what he was going to say. That's what I told you, I would, how I would have changed the ending of the movie. In the movie, with Ray training Finn. Yeah. Because they definitely hinted throughout. Well, they hinted that he was force sensitive, but I, for me, I didn't think that's what he was going to say. Yeah. I thought he was going to drop the bomb to her that he knew that she was a Palpatine, and, because but, they said somewhere in there that mm-hmm. I think it was Finn that said it, yeah. said, "Oh yeah, I know," and also Leia knows as well. Yeah, see, I hated that part. <sighs> that 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 segment, a line. I hated that line because. When first thing when Luke saw first night, I was like, "Who are you?" Right. He did, had no clue who she was. What Luke? Yeah. But then in this one, he said that you know I knew knew you were daughter Pal- Palpatine's granddaughter, and so did Leia. So, I think I think that part of the issue is that sometimes when you, you have to strike a balance, right? You you mm-hmm. have to tell a story in a way that keeps the action moving, and you have to tell a story in a way that gets some information across. Yeah. For me, I think that what Finn was going to say to her at that point, it was just awkwardly timed. It was, yeah. Um, like the I, timing of it was like, was like an "I love you" moment, right? Exactly, so, and, and that's where I thought that's where I thought it was going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's where, that's, that's where Poe thought it was going. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, that's because Poe kept on bugging him about it for the rest yeah, of the movie. He did. He yeah. kept. Like kind of like the, teasing about it. Uh-huh. Like, the third wheel, kind of like. Yeah. I don't want to be third wheel. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Let, let's just figure out where, where where this whole thing is going. I thought that overall the movie was gorgeous to look at. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. The so act, much fun. The acting was well done in it. Acting yeah. was was well done. I think that the biggest issues is that 
how do I put this? Uh, it's just like like a little more a little more running time, and I know it was a long movie already. Uh, yeah, because it was like a, at least two and a half hours. Because there are other scenes that I think that they definitely dragged on way too long. Yeah, I think there are scenes they left dragging too long, and I think there are scenes they left out that they should have put in. Yeah, right. I just think that they treated the whole movie like a climax of an entire piece, rather than letting the movie grow in As some way. So- if, and I said this before off mic that it felt like a, it was one long lightsaber fight broken up by some car chases. <laughs> yeah. And and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with with that approach to storytelling. It's just different how we do it. And I think that one of my problems is that I'm imposing my own philosophies on what storytelling yeah. should be. We tend well, to do one long car chase, you know, broken up by little lightsaber fights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good. Well, I yes, we do. I feel like we do a lot of well, we do a lot of he- heavy character lifting yeah. around this table because I do view role playing as collaborative storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, movies yeah. are not collaborative t- storytelling, which is I think is the pro- is the issue, and that's why I thought the issue was before uh, the Last Jedi is yeah. everybody had their own their theories own and their own things about what mm-hmm. they wanted to mm-hmm. see, and this is the way the story should be. Yeah. All your and, Snoke theories are wrong, and yeah, and then that, that, it, when it didn't line up with what anybody thought, everybody's like, "Oh, this is an awful." And movie. to me, that made it that much better. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think in general most movies I cannot stand to read any commentary on. Yeah. Because one, I think, and this is more commentary on today's culture, <laughs> that internet every... killed the Hollywood star. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The internet did kill well, the Hollywood star because everybody has their own opinion yeah. about something and their opinion it has to be right. And then also to be somebody like on the internet you have to totally trash something. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. If you're not trashing something, no one takes notice at you. Yep. And you have to be extremely vocal about it. It's not, it's not just like, I didn't like that. It's got to be like, to quote, one, the worst Star Wars movie ever. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was you a- have to say something extreme, and you yeah. have to say it in an extreme way. Yes. And then everybody takes notice of that person. It's, it's almost like subconsciously it's more about getting people to notice you than actually mm-hmm. giving a, a honest opinion accurate commentary on a piece of so fiction family art have, have yeah. you heard that you've heard the band fiction family, yes i'm assuming because john, john, john foreman is yeah. one of your favorite musicians of oh, all yeah. time yeah they have this fantastic song on their second album their second album is gold all the way through but there's this one song called put your god badge down and the, the it's basically saying to the audience which Assumedly, because Switchfoot tends to play in contemporary Christian music circles, Mm. it's saying, put your God badge down and love someone. It's not about being right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the sentiment that you're trying to... uh, to say, but not about a religious perspective, but about, like, a... how do we approach what we enjoy... And build bridges with it yeah. rather than try right. and say well, that I'm the, the the person who's right yeah. about the issue. You know, especially like with Star Wars movies, the way people trash things and the complete insult all everything yeah. about it, it ruins it for not just fans, but also for the people starring in the movies. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, look at, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kelly Tran. Kelly Tran. Yeah. Because of the backlash she received for being a decent actress, yeah. she got... Almost no screen time in this yep. one. Yeah. By no means can you... You have to have no opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But you can have an opinion and be respectful at the same time. Yes. I know that Aaron and I disagree on several major issues. Yeah. But we... Like, who's better looking? Yeah. Well, Me. I mean... <laughs> ladies prefer blonde hair. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I win every time. But, uh, but they also like a, a man in uniform, which you were for a while. So, you know, there's pros and cons to any discussion. And a lot of times... We have to remember that it's that especially when it comes to to fandom, it's not objective. Yeah, it's qualitative. Yeah. Everything, yeah. everything yeah. I mean, is comes down to taste. I'm I'm not saying that pe- those people aren't entitled to their opinion. It's just not being so nasty about it. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, it's it's, and it's none just of us... so nasty and so yeah. divisive. Rather yeah. than I mean, say, well, this is what I enjoyed. This is why I didn't enjoy. It's mm-hmm. like no, this has to be declared the worst movie ever. And Anybody yeah. that does yeah. enjoy it kind of feels like they have to be like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to talk to this person. Uh, I mean, even among Star Wars in this group, all of us, our rankings of each movie is completely different. Yeah, right. very much so. Right. You know? Like, I'll be honest, even with kind of bashing Solo every once in a while, I think that Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie. Depends on... Now, see, here's where we're getting the discussion. It depends on what aspect of the film yes. you're looking at. If right. you're looking at dialogue, yes. yes. Attack of the no. Clones is the worst. So bad. In my opinion. Ooh. Yeah. But oh, my gosh. <laughs> acting, it was worse in... Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Phantom Menace had a much better story. Yes. Than, so that's the thing, is that I appreciate the, the prequel trilogy, because I think that they it actually has a very fascinating story. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, but the nuance behind the story is completely blown away by some of the poor directing choices and the poor technology but choices. Then yeah. Phantom Menace and also has probably one of, one the, of the greatest music. musical yeah. yes. scores Absolutely. and also the one of the greatest lightsaber battles. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, so yeah. it's like, yeah. uh, how do you say that's definitively the worst movie when you're pulling two things that are probably at the Amazing. top that's why, of the that's Star why Wars everybody franchise? has to have their own ranking. Yeah, and so everybody we're going to have to start their... ranking scene by scene. Rank scenes, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I can do Speaking that. of ranking scenes, I want to throw this one out there. My opinion, the scene where they brought uh, the memory of Han Solo back. Oh, oh. that Kylo was Ren. so perfect. Oh. I wasn't expecting that, that at all. That scene punched me in the soul. Yeah. Just that was because so of the, for decades, it has been the joke. I know. Mm-hmm. And they've thrown uh-huh. that into other movies yeah. That, yeah. That, where it's a joke. But they used that as a moment that was so powerful. Yes. When Ben was getting choked up and he wanted to say uh-huh. that to Han Solo and just says, Dad, and just Han Solo's just like, I know. I, know. I was yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> boom. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So powerful. Yeah. That was yeah, excellent. It was. I mean, at the same time, it brought back the line that Kylo Ren said who. Han right before he killed him. Yes, I like that. Yeah, like, that I, came know, right I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah. Yes. And the that, first and time Han said, let me help you. Yeah. And I've said from the very beginning of that, I'm convinced that Han is actually the one who turned the lightsaber on himself. Uh, never, because that, they never actually they they never never showed, showed what it. happened. But yeah. what the they did show, that. though, what they did show is that as soon as Han put his hand on there, there was some resistance. Yes. Like, there was a, a subtle struggle yes. over what was going to happen with that lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So The reason I think he did it, because Han knew that the, that was the only way there was any hope of redemption for Kylo. Yeah, to see, realize I that there's some kind of consequence. Yes. See, I don't, I don't think that. I, I think that... I think That's that, my fan theory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, headcanon goes yeah. all over the place. But my personal opinion on that, that's the bridge scene in The Force Awakens, was that... 
Kylo Ren was using his father's emotions to draw him into the trap. Yeah. And, uh, and then he got him close enough to kill him without his father ever seeing it coming. So I, I think that it can go either way. And I think your your theory is a little bit less... Yours is a little less nihilistic than mine. Which, um, that's the way I like to look at movies is in a happy light. So Yeah. Know. You say happy. There's nothing happy about that kind of moment. No. Even if it... Because it's a hope of redemption. Yes. It's well. the idea of self-sacrifice for, for yes, to bring exactly. somebody from the brink. Which is the entire point of the Return of the Jedi. Exactly. And the entire point of... Since, since we're going to talk about this, we're Leia. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're about to bring up? Well, I was going to bring that up too, but uh, there was a point in The Rise of Skywalker, Ray is standing there before Palpatine, and the thought crossed my mind when he, and he's like, go ahead and make the sacrifice. And she pulled her lightsaber. I was yeah. like, is she going to kill herself? Yeah, I thought that for a I second. Was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, is she going to kill herself to no, yeah, make that, that not even pop? Through my head. I, I was like, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. I don't see how that would have done anything. Well, no, I, I mean, that would have been a... It, it would, would have, have done a lot because basically what Palpatine wanted to do, this is my understanding of it, and you might correct me, those who have seen it more recently or yeah. more Multiple times. times. <laughs> yeah, but my, my understanding was that when when she, if she turned to the dark side, Palpatine was going to transfer his life force exactly. into her body. Yes. That's exactly yes. what he said. Yeah. So by killing herself... She would have prevented him from being able to do that. Right. And his only right. other choice would have been Kylo Ren. But she still would have been herself, because he goes, "I will be how I will be in you, or you you, you will just will as be, all the yeah, all the we will be one. Sith are in me." Yes. So that's what I got the impression that he was going to add combined power into. Yeah, her. I mean that, that it wasn't well, yes, uh, taking over, but it was a but but it was all intentionally dark side. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, 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 but then again, that that brings up the question of what does the rule of two actually mean? Yeah, so, that's that's. So I didn't like the whole all the period Cesar and anything. I didn't like. Yeah, because yeah. no. I thought that that was more referring to the title of Lord, Dark Lord of the Sith passing from one well, Sith to yes, another. Yes, exactly. Rather than like taking their spirits. Exactly because that. Uh, yeah, and then we're getting it to other like, levels of canon again. Which, it's yeah, Abrams mythos versus previous mythos. I mean. I do like it because it contrasted the line that was set up in close to the beginning of the movie of Ray when she's sort of meditating. Yeah. And uh, she's asked, she's saying, You're be with, with, yeah, be be with, with me. me. Be with me. Be with me. Which, and I like the contrast in that aspect of Sidious Palpatine saying, I am the Sith. I am yeah. all the Sith. With the thought that he is actually attempting to make all that power his and his alone mm. and then the way it happened with ray when she's that at the end of the movie saying be with me you heard all the individual all voices the individual so it was all the jedi but they were still their own yes personality yes. they were still think, their own i think influence. that's a difference between light side versus dark side right right which that's what i'm saying yeah. i really like okay. that contrast okay. yeah of yes sidious palpatine is pulling all the power of the Sith, but he's claiming it as his own. Yeah. And Rey was getting the influence of all the Jedi before her, but it was it, still it, it, it was it still was the Jedi collecting her. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and that kind of I was expecting Luke to have a more prominent role in the movie for that very reason, because I was thinking that he would be like Obi Wan in the original trilogy, 
who kept on coming to Luke and giving him information throughout the films, like in training him. So I was thinking that Luke was going to train her beyond the grave rather than Leia yeah. training. You know, again, I, I expectations like, being different. I kind of like that they did have Leia training her because mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I did, that gave did. them the chance to explain. It wasn't what I expected, but I did like was it. Trained by Luke. And yeah. I do because I don't remember that being discussed much. In the it wasn't course. discussed at all. I do okay. absolutely love. Yeah, how short it was. That short little flashback scene of Luke and oh, Leia training. That was yeah. I yeah. that. That was, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was yes. the most effective use of Leia in the entire movie. That was yeah. outstanding. Yeah. And then back to the Leia self-sacrificing so thing. Some of us feel like it would have been better if, rather than having Carrie Fisher in the movie at all, they had just. Scrolling in the in the the, the in the opening scroll opening scroll, um, with the death of General Leia and leave yeah. her out because the the scenes were edited funny. Yeah, it was kind of obvious that the some lines of, were fed to the, the people lines who were, were like match what she was saying. Yes, they were forced yeah to match what she had what lines she had already had. And they were very generic. See, I didn't go in looking for that. I knew, I, I didn't. No, I, didn't I didn't want to look for that, so I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. See, the, I just, so, so for me, it was the first fifteen minutes of the movie when she was there. I completely forgot that she was dead before they filmed it. Yeah, but I after that first, after time. that first few scenes with her, the last few scenes with her, I'm like so forced. Like you can cha- tell they just put her in there. Yeah, yeah. With everything else. See, I forgot the entire time through. It wasn't until afterwards that I read something, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, why well, I didn't forget it?" But so then. I think that it's a disservice to her memory to use cut and edited s- snippets and throw them yeah, in I there. I don't feel that. Rather than just I think they just could have done it a little bit better. The only d- issue with that is, well, let me talk. say this first and then we can go back and talk yeah. about the actual act of that self-sacrifice. The only issue that I had with that was in the trailer they used her speech oh. To say always at the mm-hmm. end, you remember that yeah. the force will be with you, and always, as yeah. Luke said that, and then Leia she, said yeah, always. always. They hmm. use Luke's always in the in the movie, yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, come on, you shouldn't yeah. use Leia's. Huh. When when that line came, I was like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Oh, that was Luke. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, like, with the the scene where um, Han was talking to Kylo, and this one that you can tell that was where they had planned. For, yeah, especially for Leia the, to die. Like yeah. the setup where Kylo could not destroy the bridge of the ship. Another yeah. TIE fighter had to shoot out the bridge in The Last Jedi. Which is why I thought yeah. that not doing what Aaron suggested, mm-hmm. just saying that she was dead at the beginning of the movie, why that she needed kind of needed, yeah. needed to be there because of that whole redemption factor yeah. Yeah. With, Correct. with Kylo. And I love, I mean, you do that and you set that scene with Leia... I don't think it would have been as powerful with Kylo and Leia as it was with Kylo and it, Han. It would have been a completely yeah. different feel. I don't think it would have been as powerful. I don't know if it would have been as powerful, but it would have been a completely different feel. Because you get the the junction of both of them being involved with that redemption. Yeah. And, part, well, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. after I watched it the second time, what I was thinking was, and part of it is because I read articles like, you know, how she died by just calling out to him. Um, and like, how could she just, yeah. Luke died after he sent his force image across the entire galaxy she died just from calling out to him is what the article said and that got me thinking I'm like well what if it was more than her calling out to him what was her actually calling that image for him to see yeah that's a good point and that is what yeah. drained her her calling out the the memory of yeah. Han 
huh. to him. Because that was what I was thinking too, was that somehow she was affecting the force around Ben. Yeah. Like, either right. like influencing... Which, like, but my other thing was... Right, she's affecting the force. If you notice, as we saw when Return of the Jedi, when Yoda passed, yeah. his body disappeared. And then you saw Her body Ben's uh, body disappeared. And then Leia's disappeared. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I think I she, I mean, she, she was, wasn't really she dead. Was gone. Correct. She was gone, but her her power was, was physically. Yeah, she wasn't truly dead ben then. Yeah, in what he was doing. Now, part of this is is wildly we would not have the same movie if Carrie Fisher had lived to film. Oh this. no, a completely different no, movie. No, no, and no, I think that I think different. that we do have to kind of assuage ourselves with the knowledge that it would have probably been better if she had been alive, but yeah. they were did what they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I feel like it's such an adrenaline rush of a movie that the time that was needed to even process her death was really hard. Mm-hmm. I did so. Some people were complaining that Chewie didn't get a mourning scene for Han, and they gave but, her one, gave but, one specifically for Leia. But I thought that, that was so fitting because, like, to see Han, like, see Chewie going, I've completely lost everything that's yeah, well, the, Han. And there's a one difference the too other. of how they happen. Chewie was there yeah. for the death yeah. of Han. You were going to react differently if you yeah. were there. And I love Chewie's oh, response. He just goes like, just starts shooting, yeah, lighting things up. Starts and just shooting. like, yeah. that's how you're going to act in the moment. And then, I mean, you find out later on that well, someone has, has died. That's yeah. the type of response that you have. And I thought that scene was, I mean, even though there's articles that say that was put in there as just, like, it's fan service. He's yeah. like, hey, I, you guys wanted this, so here it is. So it's yeah. like, I, I thought, I thought, I thought it, was, it was fitting. I th- honestly, Aaron said there's a moment in here where he was starting to tear up. Oh, <laughs> that moment, I was oh. like, oh, oh my God. there it comes. Talking about Chewbacca <laughs> and tearing up, I about had a heart attack when that shuttle exploded. I did too. Uh, uh, we, I did too. We, we had that conversation. I did too. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, they can't kill Chewie already. See? And, and, and that's. When that happened, that's when in the moment in the movie I was like, "Oh, they're going to reveal something very, very dark about Ray." Yeah, <laughs> very, well, very dark I mean, about Ray. If anything is going to send you to to dance on the dark side, it's accidentally killing a friend. Yeah, well, not right. just accidentally oh, yeah. killing a friend. Before then, we have not on screen not seen any Jedi yeah. light side use force lightning. No. Uh, you saw Yoda control yes. Force Lightning. Well, exactly. and also Poe Kloon can control. Can you actually use Force yes. Lightning? In well, Clone Wars, he did. Yeah, not in the major movies. Not, not, not in, in the major, major movies, movies but, yeah. but it's a dark side power. I, well, I inherently I don't think that it is a dark side power because you can use lightning to power an electrical battery. Yeah. Again, I don't think there's any such thing as a dark side or light side force power. I think it is how the power is used and I, the intention behind it. No, there are some strictly dark side powers. Like, like bringing yourself back from the dead. Well, like the one that Pal- this was one, <laughs> one power that they showed Palpatine using, which has actually been in the role-playing canon for ages, yeah. is suck life. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. But even then, you could use suck life in a, in a non-dark side manner. What if you're yeah. trying to heal something and you have a whole botanical garden set up specifically to draw the force from. Yeah. Anyway, back to this self-sacrifice thing. Another reason I like it is because if you look at the major character Jedi, 
almost all of them have decided to do an act that ended their life in that way. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh-huh. Decided he's going to uh, not actually get killed by Vader, but, but just sacrifice himself. Sacrifice his body. And the Last Jedi, Luke projecting himself halfway across the galaxy, knowing that was going to totally drain him of yeah. whatever. Leia doing it for Ben, and then I think in turn Ben doing it for Ray. Right. At the end of the, the movie. The yeah, only, her back to life. Yeah. The only Using one who does own. it is Qui-Gon Jinn. Because Qui-Gon Jinn is cut down in battle. He, did, he didn't yes. see it coming, and he didn't see it as a... Yeah. I, did, but I, still, also, don't, I still don't death. view him as, like, the, a main... Even though he was a big Jedi in the yeah. prequels, I don't see... I mean, you're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, yeah. and Leia. It's like, well, those are well, more and, major characters than Qui-Gon Jinn. And then there's also... Uh, there's a question that I've seen asked several times. Did Did Anakin Skywalker's body disappear at the end of... Return of the Jedi, or did his armor be burned, or did he completely get burned? So That's question. true. Because he does appear. Like, as they a never force showed ghost. it. They never. They never showed yeah. it. Yeah, but he does appear as a Force ghost. But the prequels also allude to Qui Gon being able to appear as a Force ghost. Yes. Because Qui Gon is the one who discovers. He, he, he learned how to do it, and he taught it to Yoda. Yeah. Yes. And Yoda taught it to Obi Wan, and uh, presumably Obi Wan taught it to Luke. Or, or Yoda talked to Luke because yeah. could have been either one of them, honestly. And, but the fact that that Luke then chooses to pass that to Ben, yeah, that's that surprised me. Is like really because you would think that would be a later on training yeah, thing, not an early training thing. But he is a he is part of a diode of the Force. I think that's the word. Now is that dyad. what is that what what you were? Cons- I liked those dyad. those scenes where they ended up in this one thing I really liked oh, about I the movie, it. where they ended so up cool. in two places at once. Are you considering that the same power as a Force ghost? Because not what I got. No, 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 no. no, no. 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 Um, like when well, I was talking about when Ben left, let go of his material body. Oh, oh okay. okay. Because the, I, that is part of the, uh, the moving on to becoming a force ghost. Yeah. Or uh, is it? I mean, I, I don't, honestly, I don't think it's actually, I don't want to tie those two together because it did, didn't happen for Qui-Gon that, that way. It, and, I mean, and again, Qui-Gon Obi- is o- the... Obi-Wan had happened for that way. Yoda had happened for that way. We don't see it happening for Anakin Skywalker that way. Um, and that's the question. Well, I, we we don't do know. see it for Luke. We do see it for Leia. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. I yeah. like the the dyad thing. The dyad, they, were, they were like connected to each other, and it just kept getting stronger and stronger until they were able to use it to their advantage at the end. So, I watched every movie in the franchise, like shotgun style, yeah. over the past two weeks. Yeah, me too. Um, especially, I watched a Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi all on the same day. Oh, gosh. Um, the day before, yesterday, yeah, before watching The Rise of Skywalker. And I was saying before, watching the new trilogy back to back to back, yeah, it makes so much more sense. Even though, I mean, written, directed by two different people, three different styles because you yeah. had one person had to change their style in order to fit the second one. It still makes a whole lot of sense to me, especially the diode part. Because that was one of the complaints I, I heard a lot in the about The Force Awakens. Yeah. Is like, how in the world are Kylo Ren and Rey so connected? Mm-hmm. And you kind of got a glimpse of that is, what's his face? 
Uh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I would. His attempt to explain that was saying that Snoke was the one that set that connection yeah. up. But then watching them back to back to back like that, that connection was even there. There was some before. weird stuff. Going weird on stuff even yeah. before at the yeah. first mention of Ray to Kylo. Yes. it was it's like very emotional. It was like, what, yeah. how, why is this girl so important to him? Just some mm-hmm. random girl. But then seeing that arc sort of develop into the across the Skywalker. three the three movies. Yeah, whoever so, was in charge of making that tie together work well. That so, worked. Yeah, well. I think I think Excellent. like it yes. did make sense that you know Snoke created the bond, but it wasn't the bond between the two of them. It was the bond for them to communicate yeah. between the two of them. Right. Basically, he opened the conduit. Exactly. And, and it just it continued. And like he's like, you know, there's this tension that's already there. I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting here looking through our, open this the role playing yeah. book of Force powers, and one of them is um, life bond, which yeah. makes sense with the dyad. Yeah. Now, I love those scenes, how they were in two places at, at one time. It was visually and, stunning. It was. Yeah. And certain parts of the setting would end up randomly in the other... Oh, that when their lights were bad? The lights were like the, 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 the stones. And, yeah. Oh, that's where you are. Yes. Yes. I'll be right there. <laughs> but then, then if you so notice, the, the stuff didn't actually transfer. It was just the image transfer. Yeah. Because those red stones were yeah. not in the ship. At when the bond was broken. Yeah, when the bond yeah. was yeah. broken. It yeah. was it just, it was a latent. It wasn't until condition. later that they were yeah. able to pass things physically yes. between. It wasn't until Which they were with. I, oh. I, I, I like that too. When they were consciously trying, they yeah. so, they were working together at that point. Yeah. I was watching uh, I lo- I like The that Last part. Jedi yeah. last night, and the scene where they're talking in, in the rain by the Falcon. Means, yeah. The water. And the water on his glove. He's yeah. Like, what? Yeah. It must have been raining. Because. They specifically ah. show the water uh, they on did. its glove. So it wasn't the first time they transferred, but you know it's at the very beginning of their connections too. Kylo says, "Can you see my surroundings? Because I can just see you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. And that continues on through the rest of the story. And and people say that, oh my gosh! So just to to talk about the first two movies of the of the sequel trilogy, people say that what Ryan Johnson did was completely out of left field. For everything that... It just, they just say it because it didn't go into their theories. What they, what they wanted. But if you look at it, everything that happened in The Last Jedi logically follows from where The Force Awakens left off. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, Han tells Finn and Rey that Luke left because of a failed student and he went off to be alone and find the first yep. Jedi Temple. And that's exactly where they find him in the end of the movie. He, he feels awful that he failed... He's gone off to be alone at the first Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Luke's entire story is laid out in The Force Awakens, and then it follows through. The yeah. only thing that they don't like is that he refuses to... He was a hermitish yeah. Yeah. Jer- was a Jedi deserved to die. And- yeah. What do you expect from someone who feels like they're an abject failure in mm-hmm. their life, you know, but to violently turn away from everything? And this is why The Last Jedi... I think the secondary story underneath everything was about Luke's redemption. Oh, yeah, it was. Yes. It was. Yeah. And you can see that in this one. So, again, going off of complaints, but I think it's the flip side. So, in The Last Jedi, Luke does not treat the lightsaber with respect. No. And he throws it away at some point. Yeah. And then he, but so in this joke, one, he yeah. says, yeah, you shouldn't it, treat your the Jedi's weapon, weapon is so poorly. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, a lot of people say that that's not who Luke was, but... It's if you're going to follow that redemption arc, that's who Luke has become again. And that's you know, what the he, last shot I was was a redemption arc. Yeah, he's come yeah. back to that place of, 
being a Jedi and treat this with exactly. respect. And it's not a and complete one eighty of character. This is development. It yeah. wasn't until he had to face Ray that he knew he had to actually come back into the Force. Yeah, and you know, you look at what he was doing to project. He didn't oh. have a dyad. He didn't yeah. have that tether that, to put a mental image. That was, that like, the most impressive force power I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Thank you. So the, the scene that, to me, is the climax of the entire series is on Return of the Jedi when Luke throws away his lightsaber and says, I am a, fa- a Jedi like my father before me. Yeah. Because he is rejecting the violence of both the Jedi and the Sith mm-hmm. in order to redeem one person. Yeah. And... After that happened, except for the one time when he failed, he never t- activated a lightsaber out of offensive action ever again. Yeah. You ever only ever see him use a lightsaber in defense, um, and you don't even see him take a swing at Kylo Ren as a well, force and projection. Yeah, he, he doesn't take a swing oh. at him, and yeah, it's... A, well, that's, that was part of the misdirect yeah. of the, that was. scene. And right. also part of it, which I'm... That's one thing I didn't like about Rise of Skywalker... Was in Last Jedi, the lightsaber that Ray had was destroyed. Yeah. So when she was trained with Luke's lightsaber, it should have been Luke's green lightsaber. Yeah. Well, and that's the one that I thought she was getting when they handed yeah. her a package. I did too. Yeah. And so when it was Leia's lightsaber, I was like, oh. But yeah, oh, I think the, when yeah. she was training with Luke's lightsaber, it should have been the green one. I think so too. That she went back to Octu and. I loved the gold lightsaber. Oh, the gold lightsaber. Yeah, the um, gorgeous. Do, do we know that Luke ever retrieved his green lightsaber? That's the one he had at the end of Return of the Jedi was the green one. Did he have that on his belt? At, but did he, he did he retrieve it after he threw it away? Yeah, that's a question I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch it that closely. To, I didn't. But he did, have, he did have the green lightsaber in The Last Jedi. That's the lightsaber he used when he... When he was when in the he fl- sought flashback out to Kylo. Yeah. He had the green yeah. lightsaber then, so... yeah. Unless he built and he also had the green lightsaber when he was training Leia. Yeah, true. He could have built another one. I mean, yeah, yeah. At yeah. that point, but either way, the blue one that Ray had was destroyed. It had to be completely rebuilt for her to train. Yeah, I, it's just a small thing that I think they should have done differently. I mean, you know, who, who's to say that Leia couldn't have built another lightsaber or taught Ray how to do it? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a small thing. It was just that they said it's Luke's lightsaber, so I'm like. And she also, it should have been the green one. Ray has all the books, so obviously there. She, yeah, she has. Assumedly, the, there's things about. She has the. A, right. I like how I, the ability small to point, how they do I like it. how they brought those. They those used books. those books. Yes. In there, but well, I was able. also I was interested to see that one of, at least one of the books was not one of the ancient Jedi texts. Yeah. It was Luke's journal. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Let's talk about Finn for a moment. <laughs> I liked Finn's story of finding other former stormtroopers. Former stormtroopers. But I felt like it was not served well by keeping him tied with Poe and Ray for the entire story. If he had heard a rumor and then been able to go off and have a quest of his own, I feel like it would have provided a little bit more structural... So like his side quest with Rose. Yeah. I, I think I think it would have strengthened the movie um, because, like we were saying, it, it felt like there was a lot of action in the movie and so, I, like... So jumping from one character to another always provides in a way I agree with you because the movie, but at the same time, they already put so much into this that yeah. it also would have taken away from what they already have. Yeah, I had no problem with Finn being there with the part of the the whole entire crew, the entire time. I thought it was 
there, there's one moment I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I thought it was like, man, Finn's character has grown so much. Yes. Oh, it was when yes. it was when they were arguing on the those planes right outside yeah. the the mm-hmm. sea, right across from the Death Star. Yes. They're arguing about something. Said something about Leia, and then uh, oh, Poe's like, well, yeah, she he said, like, well, I'm not yeah, Leia. Poe says, and you understand what she's going through? He's like, yeah, I do, and so does Leia. Oh, see, yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah, that's oh. where it came from. Yes, yes, because it's, it's the Force, and he's and she's she, like, well, she's struggling with the dark side. It's like, well, I'm not Leia, and then he snapped back. He's like, you got that right. <laughs> yes. I was just yeah. like, yep, okay, yes, Finn has gone there. Yeah. Also, it would have been really nice to see a little bit more solid confirmation, like you said that. Yeah, Ray was training Finn. At I will. Yeah, I will have loved that at the end of the movie. Instead of having the old lady say, "Who are you?" Have Finn standing there saying, "Okay, time to train." Yeah, I thought actually where the movie ended at the Tatooine Skywalker Ranch. Oh, I like that. Was oh, really yeah, was, amazing. That was yeah. very good. And that that to me was like, oh, this is the perfect place to actually start a new Jedi school. Yeah. The settings that's probably the, of the franchise the most iconic that's settings. Iconic. Yeah, <laughs> so, you can't not recognize it when it shows up. She landed there. I was like, hey, I know that place. It's going to be some blue milk down there. Let's <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. It's going to be some spoiled milk. All right, guys. Oh. Uh, it is late o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Once again, surprisingly. And we could easily go on for another two or three hours talking about this. <laughs> yes. Yes, we could. I could talk about Star Wars, like, nonstop. We have. We didn't even really talk about our playing Star Wars. We just talked no. about the movie, and it was We fantastic. used the, uh, playing Star Wars as, as a segue to talk, to talk about, about the movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's, yes, that's what we did. So if you have any comments about our gameplay, yeah, please, please share with us. Also, if you want to see more verpines or more insect species in general in our role-playing, please let me know, because there are always stories about bees out there. Nope. Uh, oh, oh, the story about the guy who got a beehive registered to him as an emotional support animal. So what does he do? Does he, I mean, I, I don't... Does he actually like, carry the hive with him? Thing. I think it's the hive just kind of stays More argument for why be. there should not be support animals as a medical excuse. Oh, well, I understand that they are supportive yeah. for you emotionally, but there 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 but, should be more training required and yes, more regulation yes, of yes. the process. I think it's kind of his point in the whole thing. But the <laughs> fact that it's a, a, a swarm of bees is just awesome. No, it is not. <laughs> Gosh. All right, oh folks. Yep. We're going to go ahead and close it off here. Thank you so much for listening. If you like our Star Wars theories, please let us know. If you think that our Star Wars theories are bunk, let us know. But please do so with a little bit of respect. Um, it's sometimes hard to remember that people on the internet are other people and not just bots from Russia generating things to make us angry at the world. Yeah, it's got to be Russia. Well, because, you know, I just made a political statement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, bots I, from Antarctica. It's from, it's from Flatland. <laughs> Flatlandia? Yeah, so anyway. This land. Please remember. <laughs> yes. And we never even once mentioned K2SO tonight, which is no. K2SO is probably one of the best droids. Oh, yeah. If you want to go ahead and talk to us about Star Wars, please hit us up on BoneThrowersTheater.com, our Facebook group, Twitter, anywhere you can find us. Let us know your Star Wars opinions and tell us how we need to improve ours, right? All right, thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.